ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Morocco, so, Sylvania and Sweden and in the states of Florida, Oklahoma and Tennessee and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners because you keep listening Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story in the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually, to open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-Empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is have only healthy relationships. All relationships should be based in trust, respect, and safety. Weed out all relationships that do not bring you joy or the potential for joy. This includes family. Some relationships can be changed. Others cannot. Know the difference and act accordingly. We are also in relationship with many people who we don't know personally, like those who we listen to on television or radio and who are in political office. We can choose which newscasters we listen to, but once someone is an elected official like our president, we cannot completely avoid them. We can, however, protect ourselves beforehand and cleanse ourselves afterwards. When we do need to be with toxic people in person or through the media. One listener, Laura, regularly uses the technique I shared on February 20th this year doing my, during my show, cleansing and protecting yourself from negative energy. In addition to using it every morning and evening, she expanded the sacred rainbow of love to protect herself virtually and digitally, enabling her to get through the entire debate without having to turn it off, as so many others did. For those still recovering from the chaos, remember that one voice of love and truth will drown out 1,000 negative voices. 
please trust that and be that loving voice. One way to do so is by choosing to cast your vote for love and truth. The debate showed President Trump to be the bully he is. He certainly did not show respect, trustworthiness, or provide a feeling of safety to the moderator, Joe Biden, or those of us watching and listening. He used deception, intimidation, smokescreens, avoidance, deflection, demeaning and false information, and more. His behavior was erratic and unpredictable, keeping everyone off balance. Trump created an atmosphere that was unpresidential, chaotic, and an embarrassment to the citizens of the USA. Not only did he refuse to condemn white supremacists, he actually incited them to violence by telling the Proud Boys to stand by. The German people turned a blind eye to Hitler's hate speech. Let's not make the same mistake. Please support and vote for peace, truth, love, compassion, and kindness. We are at a turning point in our nation's history. Your vote can tip the balance. Use it wisely. Now let's do the two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. Do this first one with me. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love all around it. Do this at least once a day. It heals the earth and you of fear. Let's do the second one together. Place yourself inside a big, bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright, dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. As we've been discussing, what we say and think will manifest quickly this month. Therefore, it is especially important that we pay attention to what we're thinking and saying and keep bringing ourselves back to the positive. In response to the affirmations I've shared, Bobby wrote, Thank you, thank you, thank you. I've been concerned about losing my job. Here's my affirmation. I am employed right now in a fully satisfying job with excellent pay. Here's an affirmation for talking with my angels. I'm connected with my angel friends right now and can see them and hear them whenever I talk with them, just like Dr. Paula does. Last week, I participated in a Facebook group and won the grand prize of enrollment in an Archangel course. Thank you, Archangel Rose. Thank you, Dr. Paul and Dwan, for showing me how to connect with my angels. Winning the grand prize has shown me I am truly able to connect with my angels, and I'm grateful for that. That's wonderful, Bobby. My workshop, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality, also helps people connect with the angels. By participating, you will receive a team of 1,000 angels who will help you now and for the rest of your life. You will increase your connection to your higher self and your intuition and connect with the angelic part of yourself that's still in heaven and anchor that energy into your physical body for manifestation, comfort, strength, support, and guidance. 
On September 13th, the divine feminine moved into the earth more fully and will continue to go grow in strength through 2025. My workshop will help you connect with this energy and embrace it fully. It's one of two workshops available to you at your convenience from anywhere in the world. For details on this workshop and my past life regression workshop, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on workshop details. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice, and that includes who you vote for. As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Helio Fred Garcia who is here to discuss words that incite violence and how to confront the perpetrators. After the episode last week with Dr. Paul Miller on the Mindful Place of Calm, I received this email from Maria. I found your interview with Dr. Miller very engaging. Like many, I tend to worry about things I can't control, which I know can be detrimental to my health. His statement, if you want to know what's going inside of going on inside you, meditate, really resonated with me. I've attempted meditation in the past, but never stuck with it. After hearing your interview, I've made the commitment to give it another try and to be mindful about it. I also wanted to let you know how much I appreciated his humor during the interview. Thank you for the work you do. You're welcome and good for you for continuing and committing to meditation. I was moved by Paul's courage to face his fears and listen to the voice in his head that was helping him awaken to his true self, but also asking him to totally change his life purpose. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on how you can turn tension into lasting joy and peace, please listen to some of my previous shows like August 27, 2020 with Allison Carmen, The Mindset of Maybe, August 22, 2019 with Dominique Antiglio, Breathe and Connect with the Calm and Happy You, and February 25, 2016 with Tobin Blake, Meditation as a Component of Healing. 
You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Using Natural Cycles to Recharge Your Life, posted in February 2018. It reminds us that we must be mindful of our natural cycles to recover health, vitality, and overall wellness. Here's an excerpt. The belief systems in the society we live in determine our behavioral behavioral patterns, many of which are harmful to us. We've come to believe that we must be constantly producing, but this takes a heavy toll on our health and our longevity. The brain and body need rest in order to function at their best. To read this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. In addition to my blogs, please check out my YouTube channel with more than 40 videos, including my series entitled, Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth. My spiritual guides recognize we are experiencing increased levels of stress, fear, worry, and anxiety, and they want to help us. They gave me a simple technique for you to use when you're meditating to help you feel more peaceful from within. Do it with me now. Take a deep breath with a long exhale. Do that once more. And a third time. Now ask the part of your higher self called your all peaceful self to bring you peace in your life. Now imagine yourself being surrounded by the color turquoise and surround that with white light and surround all of it with gold light. Do this often when you are feeling anxious and want peace. Now it's time for my silver lining story. For anyone who has been bullied watching the debate brought up memories and feelings that you have buried or thought you had overcome. The silver lining is that if they are on the surface, you can release them and be free of another layer of pain and fear. A client, Joe, did just that yesterday. I noticed that he often says, I need to do this. I asked him, How it would feel if instead he said, I want to do this. Joe couldn't answer the question, so we worked with the crayons to reveal the blockage. What his unconscious mind created was fascinating. He drew a jack-in-the-box with a clown who looked like his abusive grandfather, jumping out and saying, boo. Remember how during the debate Joe Biden called Trump a clown? Trump had brought up the fear my client had of his grandfather. When Joe was with him, he felt he had to be the person his grandfather wanted him to be and do all the things that his grandfather wanted. He had lots of things he needed to do to survive, but he didn't have an opportunity to do what he wanted to do or even to explore what he wanted. The consequences were too dire. With this powerful awareness, Joe freed himself to explore what he wants and live life from the more joyful place of doing what he wants to, rather from the place of drudgery. Using what is happening in our lives to heal 
is a powerful way to create silver linings. Our guest today, Helio Fred Garcia, is founder and president of the crisis management firm Logos Consulting Group. He teaches leadership ethics, crisis management, and communication at New York University and Columbia University. For over 35 years, he has coached more than 400 Fortune 500 CEOs, plus thousands of other high-profile individuals on leadership communication. He's the author of four books on communication, language, reputation, and trust, including The Agony of Decision, Mental Readiness and Leadership in a Crisis, which was named one of the best crisis management books of all time by Book Authority. His new book is Words on Fire, The Power of Incendiary Language and How to Control It. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to follow me on social media, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only follow the people who add positivity to the world, rent my past life regression video and awakening your inner angelic light body at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule an appointment, a video speech or workshop for your business, community or organization. Your question for today is how do you feel when you listen to Donald Trump? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Helio Fred Garcia, who's here to discuss words that incite violence and how to confront the perpetrators. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You 
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down how you feel when you listen to Donald Trump. I'm so pleased to welcome Helio Fred Garcia, who's here to discuss words that incite violence and how to confront the perpetrators. Um, Fred, thank you so much for being on the show. The timing couldn't have been better. And I I promise I didn't plan it, but someone up there did for us. <laughs> so, it was an alignment of something, yes. Absolutely. I call it a synchronicity. I'm very blessed with um, getting a lot of help from above with the timing of my guests. So let's talk about, I, I, I don't even want to call it a debate, the scheduled debate, whatever happened on Tuesday night. If we can begin by talking about that and maybe point out to us some of the patterns of, of speech um, that, that um, those 12 patterns that you talk about in your book and that um, incite violence and dehumanization of people and, and create chaos. Thank you for that. And, and Dr. Paula, as you know from, from the book, one of the things I do in my research, in my teaching, in my coaching is study the patterns of leadership the patterns of influence, and the patterns of audience reaction. And mostly I do that to help equip people to become better leaders who inspire others to do good in the world. What I have found in the five years that I've been deeply studying candidate and President Trump is that he follows completely predictable patterns. And these these are patterns of the use of language and patterns of interaction with others that alarmed me when I started studying them because they are the patterns of language that have historically preceded mass acts of violence up to and including genocide. And what I do in Words on Fire is document, first, 12 forms of language that inspire people to commit violence, and I also look at other patterns of Donald Trump's behavior. We saw all of that on display on Tuesday. What is, what is in some ways both horrifying and liberating is we saw nothing new on Tuesday. We just saw an intensified version of what we've been seeing since he entered the public square. And what you described in your introduction as bullying, 
what you described in your introduction as creating chaos, as keeping people off balance, has been his modus operandi from the beginning. In the book, I document how he dehumanizes groups intentionally. For example, he calls people animals. He says that their presence is an infestation. In particular, he called the migrants at the border seeking legal asylum, animals, and we saw the tangible consequence of that. The social scientists tell us that when people begin to believe that other human beings are less than human, that lessens the capacity for empathy in society and increases the risk of violence. When the president describes people as animals, when he demonizes and says they are evil, that they are malignant, that they are hoping to hurt us, when he creates an equivalence, here's one of his patterns, he creates an equivalence between the victims of violence and those who commit violence. So, so for example, he said Syrian refugees are really an ISIS army. He says that the migrants fleeing violence and famine in Latin America are really gangs. And he did that yesterday when he tried to in- conflate uh, the violence committed by the right, by the Proud Boys, who exist to commit violence to what he calls the radical left. I have to say, I've been a liberal my entire life. I've never met the radical left, not the way he <laughs> describes it. But, but, but he conflates, he conflates a number of things. He conflates, conflates victims with the perpetrators. He conflates himself with the state. And he conflates individual leaders with causes that they have nothing to do with. So, for example, that, that Joe Biden is somehow connected with something called Antifa, now, Antifa is an attitude. It stands for anti-fascist. So, you know, think of that as the Van Trapp family in The Sound of Music were anti-fascist. But he uses that word to suggest that there is an organized group of people who meet and who have logos and uniforms who are committing violence from the left. There's no such thing. And he invents it out of whole cloth. We saw all of that on display on Tuesday. There's, there's one other thing I document in the book, and that is what I call Trump's dance with white supremacists, and we saw it on display. So you, you mentioned the Proud Boys. One of the patterns I document in the book is that every time Donald Trump has been asked to denounce white supremacy, he follows a predictable pattern, and it's in four steps. First, he deflects the question. If he is unsuccessful in deflecting the question, he tries to diminish the significance of that question, either by minimizing what is being asked or by trying to create a false equivalence. The third step, he eventually, sometimes the next day, sometimes three days later, does a very tepid denunciation in a different voice than he does anything else. And then finally, he reverts back to using the racist language he'd used in the first place. We saw that precisely on Tuesday when Chris Wallace asked him to denounce white supremacists. He said, tell me who did announce. And Joe Biden very wisely said, Proud Boys. And and then the president said, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. Now, that's not a denunciation, as you rightly called it. That's actually an incitement. Uh, And then he moved to step two. Uh, In step two, he tried to diminish. He said, but... 
it really is Antifa. It really is the radical left. And then Joe Biden pushed back on that. The third step in the pattern he did the next day. Yesterday, when he was getting on Marine One, and he went to step three, which is renounce. And he said, I don't know who they are. I've never heard of them, but they should follow the law. And then he, got, he walked away. That's the tepid denunciation. And then we can expect in the next few days, he's going to be praising them and saying they're good people, they're good Americans, they support me. Now, what happened with the Proud Boys? As soon as he said, stand back and stand by, they started communicating among themselves on social media, it's been documented, and saying, we just got our marching orders from the president. They even created a logo that said, stand back, stand by, with the Proud Boys emblem on it. And they started selling T-shirts, hoodies, other things with that language. He has empowered them. And they have specifically said that was an endorsement of us. And the president has done nothing to suggest that it isn't an endorsement. He did exactly the same thing after Charlottesville. He did exactly the same thing after the New Zealand mosque. He did exactly the same thing after El Paso. The president does nothing that isn't part of a pattern except intensify the pattern. And what we saw Tuesday was the intensification of that pattern. And, and and people, um, both Chris Wallace and Joe Biden, seemed helpless to deal with it. It, it was like um, he was in, Trump was in control, total control. And and it's not as if he was out of control of himself. It's not as if he didn't have self regulation. This was intentional. But Donald Absolutely. Trump has never followed the rules. Now I've grew, grown up and lived and worked in New York City the last fifty years. Donald Trump is well-known in New York as someone who never follows the rules, and he has not followed the rules as president. He, he says, oh, the FDA has to get White House approval of a new medicine. That's nonsense. No other president has approved a medicine that the FDA has, has approved or not approved. He, he says that he has the authority to force businesses open or closed, that he has the authority to force churches open or closed. He has none of that authority. He doesn't follow any rules. And he also ha- has no capacity for empathy. So, so one, of the, one of the things that the White House has revealed to reporters is any day that they're not talking about COVID-19 is a good day. And because the president did what he did on Tuesday, we're not talking about COVID-19. And 210,000 Americans have died so far. Seven million Americans have become infected. Columbia University has done a, a statistical analysis of what happened, and they've concluded that three-quarters of the fatalities could have been avoided if we went to masking and stay at home one week earlier, if we had had a national masking strategy, which we still don't have today. He does not even follow the advice of his own medical experts. In fact, he directs the medical experts to change their recommendations to suit him politically. So the idea that he didn't follow the rules shouldn't come as a surprise. What, what is a surprise is he did it so egregiously in public in front of so many people. In a way, frankly, I don't think he's going to change anyone from undecided to voting for him. So in terms of what was his purpose, I think it was to create instability and to get people to stay home on election day. Out of fear. Out of fear Ad- or out of disgust or, or out of disdain for the entire process. So in some ways, it's a form of voter suppression. Wow. Well, is there anything that could have been done um, during the debate? I I mean, clearly, um, Donald Trump was in charge. 
And as you say, yes, it was very planful. Even the moments where he was quiet, he was intentionally quiet. And and that threw Mm -hmm. Joe Biden off, too, because he kept looking, when is he going to interrupt me? And so it was hard for him to focus. I I do give Chris Wallace credit for attempting to to get the president to stop speaking. He didn't do it as effectively as he could have, because frankly, he was as surprised as anyone else. But but I kept yelling at the television, turn off the microphone. Right, me too. (laughs) And... And, 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 of course, the rules of the debate didn't allow the producers to turn off the microphone. Now, the commission has now reconsidered the rules, and they said they're going to have a mechanism in the future for the next two debates to do something like that. But even when, the, when Chris Wallace would say, Mr. President, I need you to remain silent for two minutes, and then you can say whatever you like, Joe Biden would start talking. Three seconds into it, the president would interrupt. And, and so we did not have any opportunity to hear any of the candidates for two minutes at a time. And by the way, the idea that two minutes is sufficient to hear the views of, of a candidate on anything <laughs> is itself ridiculous, but we didn't even have 15 seconds of uninterrupted discourse. And that's a huge disservice to the American people. Well, absolutely. Um, and and to... Um to the world, I mean, to be yeah. present uh, with this kind of verbal violence and um, disrespect is just, it hurts. It's hard to be present and, with it if you're someone with compassion and empathy. And, and you pointed out, uh, I am a victim of severe uh, bullying and worse when I was a kid. I'm an immigrant kid. I came here not speaking any English. I was the other and I was a target. Uh, one of the things that I've seen is so many people in my world who had not previously publicly discussed that they were the victims of bullying and worse have come out since Tuesday and said, I had to relive the trauma I experienced as a kid. And, and what we saw on display was uh, an, an adult manifestation of teenage bullying that so many people carry silent scars either on their bodies or on their souls because they've experienced that bully, bullying. And, and one of the things that we see as a consequence of having to witness that behavior is people relive their traumas. Now, I have a confession to make. In the course of writing my book, I inadvertently caused moral injury to several of my graduate students because I had them watch uh, white supremacist uh, videos that invoked President Trump. I had them watch Trump speeches that used white supremacist tropes. And the graduate students came back to me and said, Professor, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't sleep. I can't eat. And I had to apologize <laughs> and, and, and take them off the project. Just the act of witnessing that kind of inhumanity causes moral injury. And we saw it on full display on Tuesday. Absolutely. And so we have a, we're about to go to break and we can talk more about this because this is so important because he is really triggering mental illness in a lot of people and um, reliving trauma or experiencing trauma just through being present watching and listening to the way he behaves because if you have empathy, you're putting yourself 
in that position where you would actually be experiencing it. It's he is creating worldwide um, uh, um, trauma, and we are all experiencing mm-hmm. it on a daily basis. Um, I, this is so important. Um, I, so we'll talk more after the break. I'm your host, Dr. Paul, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all of our shows, my tip of the week, additional information, and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving from my best-selling book, which will help you you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. And it's the process actually that I use to help people heal from trauma, abuse, bullying. Um, This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It's a gift from the spiritual realm and helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed by pulling out at the roots the problem that is creating the difficulties in their lives. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down how you're going to use your words to make a positive difference. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Helio Fred Garcia, who's here to discuss words that incite violence and how to confront the perpetrators. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paul, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down how you're going to use your words to make a positive difference. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Jethraya can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Helio Fred Garcia, who's here to discuss words that incite violence and how to confront the perpetrators. Um, uh, Fred, can we pick up where we left off before break? We were talking about the impact that um, that President Trump, the negative impact that he has had on people really the world over because um, news with media the way it is, um, this is people have worldwide access to him almost on a daily basis and to the violence that he perpetrates. Um, talk to us a, a little bit about um, how we confront um him and others like him, and and how we can help ourselves in situations like this. Well, thank you, Dr. Paula. Uh, one of the reasons I wrote the book is to equip engaged citizens and civic leaders and clergy and uh, public officials to have the tools to recognize this dangerous language that inspires violence, and then to name it, to name the consequence of it, and then to tell the people using that language that they will be held responsible and accountable for the consequences of that language. And I, in addition to talking about President Trump, I look at other leaders who either intentionally or unintentionally use that language to very negative consequence and how they were called on it and how they stopped. So, for example, when John McCain and Sarah Palin were running for president and vice president in 2008, uh, they had advertisements and they spoke at rallies and in interviews about how uh, Senator Obama had launched his campaign from a terrorist living room. And that was at the time that the birther conspiracy was prevalent suggesting that Obama was secretly Kenyan and secretly Muslim. And to put those two things together, people started chanting at McCain rallies, Obama is a terrorist, kill Obama. The Secret Service got so alarmed that they sent people to investigate. When that happened, Congressman John Lewis of beloved memory, uh, the civil rights leader who had put his body in front of the police when he was simply trying to get the right to vote, uh, member of Congress, uh, John Lewis, uh, who is a friend of Senator McCain and whom Senator McCain had called out in his own book as one of his heroes, did an open letter to Senator McCain and said, Senator, what your campaign and you are doing is exactly the same as what George Wallace did when I was getting beaten by his police. You are playing with fire. Someone is going to be killed if you don't stop. And I call on you to stop, and I will hold you accountable for the consequence. Co- Colin Powell, another good friend of John McCain, went on Meet the Press and said, I have promised to remain neutral in this campaign, but I can no longer because my dear friend John McCain has gone too far. He is using language that is putting Senator Obama and his family's lives at risk. And I now am going to endorse Senator Obama, and I call on Senator McCain to stop. Senator McCain stopped, which responsible people do. 
It has been difficult to get President Trump to stop, but we have seen a couple of instances of it. So, for example, in late May, early June, the day that the president uh, ordered the clearing of a peaceful protest in front of the White House and armed police uh, in riot gear through flashbangs and tear gas and, and worse to disperse a peaceful crowd so the president could walk by, hold up a Bible upside down and backwards in front of a church he never walked into. When that happened, at the same time, the president and his secretary of defense were on a conference call with governors and mayors. And the president was trying to mobilize the active duty military to keep peace in the streets of American cities, which, by the way, is against the law. The secretary of defense said to the governors and mayors, don't worry, we will mobilize the military and we will dominate the battle space that is your cities. The president then mobilized the 82nd Airborne. And soldiers with fixed bayonets on their machine guns came to Virginia and Maryland standing by to be deployed in D.C. When that happened, Secretary James Mattis, the retired Secretary of Defense, four-star Marine, 44 years as a Marine, combat veteran, uh, went to the Atlantic Magazine and he said, Secretary Esper, I cannot allow you to use the language of battle space to be dominated when you're talking about American cities. That is not only inappropriate, that is dangerous, and I call on you to stop. Mr. President, in all my time on your cabinet, I never once heard you use language in ways that unite, but only to divide. And what you're doing now is not only unconstitutional, it is dangerous, and I call on you to stop. The president stopped. He dropped the idea of deploying the active duty military. Now, he then did something worse, and that is he got armed, uniformed police without identification, without insignia, without any uh, emblem of whom they were with to begin going into American cities and rile up violence among other peaceful protesters. He did it in Portland. He threatened to do it in Chicago, threatened to do it in what he called uh, Democrat cities. He was called on that, and he stopped. So when the president is forcefully called, he at least drops that immediate idea. We as citizens need to do the same. We can do this when we witness this kind of language at the local level, at the level of a school board or a high school basketball coach. We can use this when we see public officials using that kind of language. You may recall a public official in June uh, who was the head of something called Cowboys for Trump, who was also a county commissioner in New Mexico, at a public rally said the only good Democrat is a dead Democrat. The president retweeted that and and people said you can't do that you can't call on people to kill democrats which that is what is what will happen when the president uses that language and is called on it he stops doing it he doesn't stop the strategy of using that kind of language for that we have to use the ballot box or the mail-in ballots in november but but he when confronted because when you stand up to a bully the bully turns away and does something else when confronted, he has dropped those particular ideas. We need to do more of that. Here's another one. When I was an so immigrant, I, I, I'm English. sorry, we just have two yeah, minutes sorry, left. Yeah. I just wanted to okay. go ahead. Okay. So when, when, I, when I was an immigrant and didn't speak any English, uh, I was first told to go back to where you came from. And then that escalated to you're, you're a horrible person. That escalated to violence. That escalated from there to worse. 
when the president said, go back to where you came from, to American women of color congresswomen, what happened is there was a surge of hate crimes against people perceived to be from elsewhere. And we, and the president was called on it and the president stopped. We need to confront the language that we know will escalate. And, and your, your listeners can do that. Public officials can do that. Informed citizens can do that. But if we stand by and let it happen, you know, you've quoted Gandhi, you've quoted Mother Teresa, you've quoted Dr. King. What all of them said is we can't sit back and do nothing when we see this happen. We need to stand up and we need to confront the perpetrators and let them know we see it and let them know we will hold them accountable for the consequences of their violence, of, of their language that inspires and provokes violence. Uh, what you're saying is so incredibly powerful and uh, exactly the opposite of what most of us were told. At least when I was growing up, I was told, well, just ignore it. Just ignore it. Um, don't confront them. It'll just make things worse. Just be nice and, and and you know, allow it, And which is 100% wrong. So I, I want people to truly hear what you're saying, that that was bad advice. It was what people believed at the time and maybe gave that advice in good faith, but it was wrong. We need to stand up, and there's even a new word, upstanders, upstanders. If people had stood up during the Holocaust instead of standing by and watching we would have had a different history. And Dr. Paula, I was given that same advice by my parents and by my teachers, and it got worse. And so I am now standing up. I'm one of those upstanders, and part of my mission in life is to inspire and ignite others to do the same. Thank you, and I hope that you inspired and ignited our listeners and many more. Please tell everyone about this book about his website, which I'll give you in a minute, and they can begin by listening to the show or just going directly to his book. But please spread the word. We must confront hate speech. We must confront perpetrators that use words to incite violence and to hurt people. Thank you so much, Fred, for being on this show and for the beautiful and important work that you're doing. And I encourage everyone to purchase his book, Words on Fire, The Power of Incendiary Language and How to Confront It. And his website is Logo, Logo, Logos. Uh, Dr. Paula, can, can I give an alternate website? The yes. easier website is wordsonfire.net. That's much easier. Wordsonfire.net. <laughs> Thank you so much, and God bless you. Thank you for everything. And I want to thank everyone for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to my website, like us on Facebook, read my Past Life Regression Workshop, and my new one, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, the Akashic Records, past life regressions, 
office clearings dream interpretation. I'm also able to video conference any of my speeches or workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, The Am Awakening, The Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process, and, and more. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and gods of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm introducing you to Archangel Jethraya, the Archangel over positive change. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you create positive change in your thoughts and words and in the world. Use your own words or say something like Archangel Jethraya. I give you permission in a positive way only to help me use my voice for truth and love. You can even be more specific and say something like Archangel Jethraya. I give you permission in a positive way only to help me use my voice to create positive change by being more kind and loving. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information and give yourself credit for your progress. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday when Deneen Joyner will join us to talk about soul wounds and sacred revelations. October 15th when Miguel Dean will discuss Big Boy Should Cry, the new model of sacred masculinity. And October 22nd when Tina Gilberstein will talk about reconnecting with your estranged adult child, practical tips and tools to heal your relationship. This is Dr. Paul, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.